Oh, <laughs> almost done. We're halfway there. Oh, heaven oh, on a prayer. My mind, did I swear? Oh, heaven oh, on a prayer. Stay away the hell from my way 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 the hell from my what happens in between my legs is my own business. Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall. Forever and always, always, always. Kendall time, Kendall time, Kendall, I just the beautiful waters rippling over behind you of uh, Lake Smackover over oh, there. Beautiful. What a I, gorgeous, like, gorgeous day here at Lake Smackover Campgrounds. You know, a lot of people say that they don't like, you know, how the smoke from the rye plant, like way back over in the distance, comes up. They, but I say, if you are looking at it. In the right light. It's gorgeous. It's it's got that beautiful, like, amber color as the sun comes through it at the sunset. Oh, what a beautiful view. I, of course, replied. So I was giving you some background music there, Kendall. Thank you. While I painted a picture. Put that in your painted pipe and smoke. Put it in your pipe and paint and smoke and pippy. Pippi Pop, Pippi, Pippi is a name you don't hear much anymore. Why aren't there more Pippies these days, Kendall? I don't know. It fell out of favor, Cliff. Fell out of favor. (laughs) (laughs) You know, fads come and go. What more can you say? It was a fad like the pet rock. Oh, I can say a lot more. I could say a lot more. You could. That's, that's what's unfortunate for our listeners. I could say a lot more. But don't, Kendall. Now, just a few minutes ago, you know, you were just sneezing, sneezing. Is there something oh my in God. the air? Oof, 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 oof. It's probably from the rye plant over there with all the dust. You know, it, like I said, it's a beautiful sight, but it does get in your eyes and in your nasal cavities. Oh, that's why I started singing they, because you said in your eyes, and I, smoke gets yes. in your eyes is what obviously just it came out. Ragged, it gets in your eyes. <laughs> it just the jukebox in my brain. That's what it sh- shot out at that moment. <laughs> Kendall, you have no control over it. Sometimes. I really don't. Sometimes I don't, guys. So bear with us here at the show. Now, you were sneezing and you were like, oh, it looks like I'm crying or whatever. And it just reminded me the other day at the library, I was just choking on something. I don't even remember what. (laughs) I was choking on something back in the library offices alone. And I started, it looked like I was just crying, crying, because I was choking yeah. on something. And another uh, library volunteer walked in. And <laughs> this, and I knew that this person's kind of funny and like understands jo- uh-huh. jokes yeah. and stuff. <laughs> they they uh, understand jokes. Not everybody does. You can't say funny stuff to everybody and, and expect laughter. But so I was standing there. It looked like I was, you know, she'd walked in on me just crying, crying. And I said, <laughs> I just heard about Princess Diana dying. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so, it, it was just a now, hilarious see, moment. You handled that a lot better than I did because <laughs> here's the thing you know me, I will tell anybody anything. And if I'm crying about something, 
I'll be like, look at me, big old crybaby, uh-huh. you know. And I, it doesn't matter. But if I am like choking on something and I look like I've been crying, I get real self conscious when people walk in. I'm like, I haven't been crying, I've been choking. <laughs> like, I don't know why, because for some reason, if I'm, it's not legitimate. I, I feel like, oh, no, I have to tell everybody I'm not really crying, everything's fine. Uh-huh. And see, how you know it was really funny, guys, <laughs> is like a day or two after, I heard her like telling somebody else about it. Mm-hmm. and Oh, yep. The overheard pass along. Mission accomplishment. Oh. <laughs> we did it. We, we did, did it, Cliff. It. We did it, Kendall. <laughs> we did it. But that's not what we're talking about today, Cliff. No. It's not what we're talking about. Now, the best thing ever, I just want to record this for when I listen to it back and it'll remind me real quick of it, which I think is great. <laughs> but you know the iconic uh, Kamala Harris. We did it, Joe. We did it, yes. right? You might have just yeah. been referencing it. I'm not sure. I was. And, <laughs> it wasn't intentional. Okay. Well, it was great. It was almost verbatim. We did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> and the best thing I ever saw was after Jinx Monsoon won All-Stars Season 7, she had a, a, just an Instagram video of her on the phone, like, come like, we did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> and I just thought that was the funniest thing ever to exist. Oh, that's hilarious. And hasn't been usurped yet, guys. But maybe something later on this episode will. No um, there's still There's still time. There's still time. There's still time. I don't know about you. I'm already exhausted from laughing so hard. <laughs> so are the listeners. Now we know how I they feel. So. <laughs> I hope so. Five minutes um, in, they're like, stop. Stop. No more. It's, it's too much. It's too it much. Is, it is too much. Too, um, oftentimes. Cliff, we are talking about camping dues <gasps> and things to bring, uh-huh. at least for the first half of the show. All right. And then later we'll be talking about things not to bring camping and camping don't. Uh, camp- oh, that's, I, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but that <laughs> might be on one of those lists. <laughs> Which one will it be? You know, if you're outdoors, let it, let it fly. I say we're of course in the booth. We'll, we'll see. Here. We'll see what the survey says. Yeah, we're in our booth. Charles, the contractor, put it up, and I wish that he had not stored all this charcoal in here with us because it's I can barely move because of the charcoal in the floor over here. Uh, well, there's plenty of things in this booth that are wrong. Charcoal is just one of them, uh, and he stored all the lighter fluid over on this side, uh-huh. very close oh, to no. the charcoal. If you ask me. And oh, it's no. just dripping everywhere. It's all over the floor. Oh, that's too bad. You know, I do have my lighter in case there's a birthday. I want to be ready to light the candles at any moment, you know? I uh, hope you have... Good luck finding the candles. I don't know. I hope I don't drop this lighter into that fluid. But anyway, can you know, we're talking camping. Do it, Cliff. Do, do it. it. <laughs> Let's just keep going. Kendall, let's just keep going. Okay, fine. If, if we'll keep we, going. If, if we get to a cliff while we're driving, and we might just go over it, let's just keep going. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. The river keeps on rolling. The show oh, must go on. Kendall, when you think of camping, yes, a whole show about camping, and we love it, and I'm so excited. And when I think of camping, I think of back at, back 
through the years I go camping once again. I think of when I was a kid and we had this big tent and it wasn't just one of those tents that's kind of like a triangle, you know? Well, it wasn't one of them. It was this big one and it had, had poles on every corner and it, I was a kid so it seemed just like it was huge and we could sleep on cots inside it. It was so... Oh, big. that sounds so fancy. <laughs> it was so fancy, Kendall. It was... I, I, I was like Dolly, you know, we just, we had a tarp we uh, threw over the tree branch and it, called it a day. It was made out of newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had this fancy schmancy one from that you know probably was Coleman brand or something. Yeah, you know, up in my you know ivory tower. But I <laughs> I do remember going in it a few times, and I remember maybe in the backyard, uh, probably once. But it seems like a couple times, maybe. But so that brings me to tip one: bring a tent. Must bring a tent, Cliff. I. I do honestly remember as a kid thinking how cool people were that had like really cool tents. I thought, oh, they must they must be the coolest people. <laughs> Especially the ones that had like those multi rooms in them. Oh my god, that's like a <clears> Saddam <throat> Hussein tent. Multi oh, rooms, no. chandeliers. Like oh, okay. Not, I'm not talking chandelier. No marble columns or anything. <laughs> but they, like my dad, he had a an old trailer that he like converted into some camping thing that you'd like roll up, and it was very scary and you know possibly a death trap to get mm-hmm. in. But you know that's what we did. So Cliff, yes, you you're exactly right. A tent, that's the number one thing you want to bring. Now, also if you're out like hiking, camping, like there there's a whole bunch of things you have to make sure you bring. But like of course, biggest on that list is water. Make sure you bring tons and tons of water. And I'm not just talking about water to drink, but, you know, to shower with, to... I always bring a shower, yes. And people (laughs) laugh at me when I go hiking. I say, I gotta take a shower. (laughs) So I hike with extra water just to take a shower with. I'm laughing. on the must list. I'm laughing now because, of course, I don't go hiking with you the the two and a half times you've ever been in your life. I'm not, I have not gone. But, so I've saved my laughs for now. But no, Kendra, you need to shower. You can shower when you go home. If you're just on a hike, and if you're no, you camping, can shower when you go home, there's a you can be comfortable when you're in the woods too. You well, you can pick a peck of pickled peppers or whatever if you want. But yes, you can. You can leave me out of it. But there's <laughs> a, a big shower. I will. <laughs> there's a shower station or whatever you call it over there with the bathrooms. It's not that far from where we're camped out now here where the booth is set up at the campground. Yeah, but we're we're not roughing it quite as hard as I normally do. Oh, true. You usually rough it so hard. You're one of the harder roughers. You are. I am. That's what people say. What else to bring, Kendall, other than, of course, you need a lot of water. Well, you got to bring a lot of water. So you also need what is called a jet boil, which is a little propane stove. If, you know, if you want to bring stuff with you to cook you can do that it's a really nice little thing it doesn't take up that much space um and unlike uh, all this charcoal uh, and lighter fluid uh, everywhere it doesn't uh, smell as bad it's a lot easier to hike in and out with oh uh, is this segment paid for by strickland propane where they sell propane and 
propane accessories. It, no, we, but if they no. want to give us an endorsement, we'll be happy to take it. <laughs> um, we'll take it. And, and also, Cliff, you know, something that I always had to have with me is they're like, it's basically a mattress, but it's not really a mattress. It's a inflatable little thing that rolls up to nothing. It's like tiny and it goes in your fit in your sack. But when you open it up, uh, a little air gets inside of you, blow it up, and it's it's a nice little soft thing between you and the ground. It's got to have it. What about, you have yet to mention the actual number two gotta have. And what's that? The bag. The sleeping bag. The sleeping bag. You have well, to have saving the something for bag. you. Well, thank you, because that's the only other thing I know what to talk about. Is sleeping bags, because of course when I was a kid, all of mine... Just peed in over and over and over again. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't. I never slept in a bag while I was a child. They knew better because I wet the bed so much. <laughs> they could have put you in a garbage bag. It's like don't put him in a bag for God's sake. It's hard enough to clean the sheet. <laughs> uh, let's see what else, Cliff. What else? Um, so obviously, you know, it's it's good to bring some source of ignition to start a fire, whether ignition. it be matches or. Yes, well, you know, yes. or you can bring a flint stick. A flint stone. Like outdoorsy, you know. Bring one of those, you know, cooking chef's torches. Why not? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. I was so worried we'd forgotten the marshmallows for the s'more, oh. but I found them in my bag. Oh, thank heaven. Oh, thank goodness. I knew you wouldn't forget something so important as the marshmallows or the children's medicine. <laughs> oh, well, my mind has been quite on the fritz lately, dear. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, boy, she's been so busy and so worried and stressed planning this camping trip. <laughs> you know, she wants the children to have a really good time and for us all to bond as a family but <laughs> boys. Uh, we we are so ha- we can't wait to bond just as soon as we're done doing our show. <laughs> we are, you know, we'll be in here just just as long. You know, it may take a little bit past when you're setting up all the tents. Usually the during chairs. about setup time, yeah. And but you know, we we the show must continue as the old saying goes. But once the s'mores are done, we'll be ready ready to bond. Well, when yeah. Probably, let's say, in 45 minutes. Let's start those s'mores. <laughs> okay, dear. Well, we'll make sure we get the fire nice and going. Oh. Let me make grab a bag of that charcoal, dear, under Cliff's feet there. Oh, yes. And I'll take some of this kindling over here next to candle. Oh, yes. Let's get this fire started. Oh, you know I hate it when he calls me kindling like that. Kindling. <laughs> That's, I can't tell you what it is when I tell people <laughs> about kindling. I can't tell you what I explain. <laughs> the, you know, that's what the kids are saying, which is not what we're talking about now. Okay, now we're talking camping do's and don't do's. And we talk do's. And we talk, I never did do do in my <laughs> He Man sleeping bag. Now, what do you? What do you do if you got to do a do do in 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 the woods, Cliff? You go to that smelly ass bathroom over there. You get your flip flops on. How spoiled you are! Just go over to the toilet. I guess you dig a hole with your bare hands. That's right, Cliff. Unless you're in one of those. 
protected parks. There are certain parks that you have to pack it out. You no know? shitting. The no shitting parks. What no, a you terrible. Have to, you have to pick it up in a doggy bag and you have to carry it out with you. <laughs> what a terrible place to get diarrhea. What would you, you'd have to put it in oh, a cup. I'm going to need a bigger bag. going <laughs> to need a bigger bag. <laughs> Ouch, Cliff. Um, now, okay. Here's another thing. Bugs. I think it's a really. Well, yes. Way to way to ruin my thunder there. Oh, is that what you were uh, gonna my, say? I was, no, I was oh, not gonna say bug spray, sorry. but I mean, you took my thunder and you directed it toward <laughs> your thing. Um, but I was gonna say. I now I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna say to bring a headlamp. <laughs> because not only is it good if you're hiking, but when you're setting up a tent, like if it's dark or you need to go take a doo-doo in the woods, <laughs> it's good to have a headlamp so you don't have to hold it in your hand. You need your hands free, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, and you could See, also... you rolled your eyes at first and you thought that is a good idea. I was just trying to move on as fast oh. as I could. Also, okay. Kendall, maybe a little propane generator and you could have some Christmas lights hung up. It'd be a very nice, festive atmosphere. Maybe Cliff, we're so- never going to get them as sponsors. <laughs> maybe. Uh, you know, some of those lanterns, those paper lanterns, you know, but don't set a forest fire. Yeah, I think Smokey would be against all that. <laughs> but you could bring a electric-powered lantern with you. Oh. Nice and charged up, you know? So charged. <laughs> well, I think mean, you want to charge it if it's electric. Well, I, you know, I don't, what about those crank lanterns? Maybe a whale oil lantern, Kendall? Those, no, the cranks never work. Take it from me. I've tried them. Well, listeners are saying, I know two old cranks that I can think of. <laughs> they don't work either. They don't work make either. Sure also, make sure you bring <laughs> a backpack to put all this shit in, you know? Yeah, especially your shit. If you're in one of those no-shitting parks, bring oh. a big tub for the diarrhea in case you have some, you know, rotten food. <gasps> and a first aid kit. And Come a on. first How aid kit. Have we not kit. said that yet? Also a first aid kit. I thought that was implied. Kendall, and that's <laughs> no. It was nothing was implied. <laughs> there are no implications, listeners, and that's what I would do. Is I'd clarify things. Kendall, what would I do? Do 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 What would you do? What would you do? Do 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 in the forest. Don't do do in some forests, listeners. You got to put it in a Tupperware. And take it home. Flush it. You know, you've gone from like a trash bag to Tupperware. Soon it'll be in China, you know. Why would I send it that far, Kendall? I can't afford the postage to send (laughs) to China. Kendall, what? You are in line. Oh, I hate it To buy some really good food at a food truck when all of a sudden you are kidnapped. Oh. You're thrown into the food truck, and the truck begins to speed away. Ooh. You are tied up, and unfortunately, the hot grease from the fryer that you've been waiting to have all that delicious food cooked in is just sloshing everywhere. Uh-oh. It's like splashing all around you. The Uh-oh. car is just swerving left and right. What do you do? Oh, well, did you say I'm tied up? Yes. Oh, well, I, you know, but I still can, like, hop up back on my legs, and I can do kind sure. of like a... Hop up where I run to the front where they're driving, and I can put my arms around the driver and sort of wrench him away and do this, you know, 
move where I, you know, I would hate to just snap his neck, but I guess I could. He almost burned me to death. Might <laughs> I remind you, you did have trouble moving from the recliner to the table the other day. <laughs> Kendall, this is just what I would do, okay? Okay. I, you okay. know, there are always unknowns. <laughs> A lot of unknowns. We just don't know. We don't know. All right, Kendall, that's what I would do. Then I would drive myself to safety and fix up my order real quick before I returned the food truck. All right. That's what he'd do. That's, that is what I would do. Speaking of things we've been speaking of, you one day wake up in a strange world. And at first, oh. oh, we, oh, oh. That was the sound of the strange world. God. Soon it's apparent that this horrible world is a world of giants, and to them you are the size of a cockroach. And so you're walking around on the floor, and a giant spots you, and you scamper to a big trough to hide in. Sadly... You realize after you jump into the trough that it is a trough full of giants diarrhea. What would oh. you do do do? Um well I mean is it swimmable? You're you're sloshing around in there. I, I mean I guess I would just swim right through it. I mean look, here's the thing. Uh, sometimes in life you feel as small as the cockroach anyway. Uh, you know, and and so I've had a lot of experience with that and worked through therapy in the past enough to know that even when you're you're in a pile of wet, runny diarrhea, it's best to buck up, keep your head high, and just swim right through it to safety, Cliff. And when you get to safety, then you can move on with your life and, and live as a cockroach in giant land oh. and make something for yourself. Kendall, I want you to know, I never thought you were small. <laughs> well, okay, in that regard. I mean, I am very tall. That's what I want to know, Cliff. You're flying on a special private jet we have ordered, and Charles the contractor has had to put together when it got here in mini boxes. Um, you have to take a leak mid-flight, and you go to the door marked bathroom. Unfortunately, you know, Charles put the stickers on wrong doors, and this is the emergency exit. Mm. And so when you open it, you just get sucked right out of the plane, and you were just falling super fast. Because, you know, science, the heavier you are, the faster you're falling. Right. And you wish an evil genie or a hideous awful, awful witch would just show up out of nowhere and give you a choice from, from something, but they never do. You just keep falling. Cliff, what do you do? Oh, well, I do the old-fashioned thing, Kendall. This is something you've seen in a hundred movies. In this, is Similar to calling out for people who aren't there, but this time I would call out. And I would say, of course, in the name of Satan and all that is unholy, I pledge my soul to you. Oh, Dark Lord, Father, Satan. And, you know, he would call back out, you know, and it'd be a sort of a negotiation between the voice and myself as I fell. And then ultimately I would broker my soul uh, to Satan to, you know, not die upon impact. And so I would fall, but I would not die. And then I would be evil. 
Well, I knew you had a long way to fall, but I didn't know how far <laughs> you would fall. <laughs> All right, Kendall. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, buck up. You and Susan are going to a ball. And, oh, a ball. Yeah, and Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn is going to babysit because I declined. And uh, while you, you know, you and Susan are there, and Susan is, you know, she's taking a break from dancing with you, and she's dancing with some uh, gay socialite friend of hers. Inconceivable. Not at all. To and, take a break from dancing with me. Oof, <laughs> that she would ever begin dancing with you, we wonder why. <laughs> But at any rate, Kendall, she's dancing with a friend, and you are secretly attacked by an evil genie who just didn't oh, no. like your face, and he turns you... I get that a lot. <laughs> he just turns you into a little mouse. <laughs> okay. And when you try to talk, it sounds like squeak, 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 squeak. You know, like a mouse. And you uh-huh. scurry to Susan, but she and her friend just scream and run away. And you, you disrupt the ball, and now you're a mouse. What would you do? Well, Cliff, I'm sure there's like a uh, a meeting of witches that are <coughs> are at this hotel. And I could, you know, go and, and, and go undercover and... And try to steal their potion or whatever, and and really like destroy the whole coven of witches and be turned back into a, a real boy. Save the day. You could, you could uh, hold out for a blue fairy to come and turn you into a real boy uh, after a career as a puppet. You know there are a lot. See, of there's so many avenues, a lot of avenues for you to explore. But that's what I would do. That's the one I would take. All right. Cliff, you're about to make breakfast. And me? Let me tell you, you are really hungry. Yeah, I know it's unusual. Usually one of us is the one making breakfast, but this time it's you. And you have the toast all finished to perfection. The fake um, the fake on is crispy and perfect. And you know, it's because we're both vegetarian. And you're in the middle of cooking the eggs when you burn them. The perfect dream of the perfect breakfast is now perfectly ruined, Cliff. What do you do? <laughs> Eat the rest of everything else. Do, what do, uh, what do, what no. do, what do, what do. All right. Lame, but all right. <laughs> what do you expect that I do? I, I don't know. I thought some you'd give us some grand answer like you normally do. I guess if you want to really know, I, got, I would call out to Satan and pledge my That's what soul I'm looking for. for some perfect eggs or whatever it was. Obviously, that's what I would do, Kendall. It's... Uh, redundant to even ask. All right. Well, that's the name of the segment, Cliff. <laughs> Kendall, I have one more for you. Okay. Now, Susan has taken the baby and also the dog, and they're gone for a one-month business conference, and so you are alone in the house. And one night, as you sleep... A group of serial pranksters break in and don't ask questions. We know you're a heavy, heavy hitter, 
but they pick you up and they glue you upside down using that glue that holds, you know, elephants to metal beams. And, you know, that you're glued to the wall upside down as a prank. And, of course, you are out of reach of the phone and they have destroyed any and all Alexa type devices within your home as a part two of the prank. What would you do? Well, uh, luckily, I always sleep with, in the nightstand, there's a, um, a can of, a, it's marked poison and it eats through anything. And I can but use you that. can't reach it. You cannot. No, re- you're not within reach of anything. Your I am arms. in reach of it, though. You don't know how my bedroom's <laughs> laid out. I'm in perfect reach of it. No. And I grab it, and I and I it eats through all the glue, and I'm able to escape and run to safety. Oh, but Kendra, when it says everything it, that can, obviously meant everything it is now eaten through your skin. All of the okay, places. Well, instead of running to safety, I run straight to the hospital, and they fix me right up. And then I uh, accurately describe all the people, and they're all arrested, and justice is served. And then it's revealed to you, you've been dead the whole time. Ooh, see, now there's a twist I love. Hollywood. I can get behind that. They act like it's hard to write new movies. I know. They sit around for hours, and then they come out with that, and they're like, there it is. (laughs) There it is. And then they're like, I don't know. Let's just make another Pinocchio. (laughs) Hey, Geppetto. Oh, Cliff, I've got to take a break. Gotta take camping, a break to... from all I... this camping. Yeah. Actually, I didn't, I didn't want to say anything on the air, but I really need to go into the woods and uh, do a number two. Well, you go to the woods. I'm going to go to that piss-smelling bathroom up there and just, you know, that's where I'm going to... I don't want uh, to Tupperware my diarrhea. Na- I'm going to do my nature in nature. <laughs> oh, oh, God. We'll be right back all right. after this. After this. After after this, we'll be back. All right, if you say so. Don't go away. We'll be right back after these messages, or after Cliff and Kendall return from the refrigerator, whichever happens first. You'll be glad this winter you bought a Coleman heater this fall. Yes, as you sit back in your easy chair, snug and comfortable, you'll be glad you bought a Coleman heater. You'll enjoy floor-to-ceiling warmth in those rooms you could never heat before. Get your Coleman oil or gas heater now during Coleman's big bonus sale. Here's what you get. First bonus, a new low price. Yes, now you can get a dependable Coleman automatic heater at a new low price. Second bonus, a new low operating cost. Coleman saves you up to 25% on heating bills because Coleman gives you maximum heat from your fuel. Third bonus, a 32-piece set of Libby's Safe Edge glassware worth $14. It's free with your new Coleman heater. Get three big bonuses. Get your Coleman oil or gas heater now during Coleman's big bonus sale. This sale is for a limited time only. So see your Coleman dealer tomorrow. You'll find his name and address in your telephone directory. And now welcome back to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast.
Sorry, I was confused. I thought a bear was running by, but that was actually that was Charles the contractor running, and he had his shirt off. So, oh, I thought that was a, a mutant deer. <laughs> oh gosh, Kendall, no! It was just our contractor Charles. He was running. I think he's going to take a dip over in Lake Smackover. I thought it was cocaine bear. A cocaine bear. <laughs> oh, Kendall, cocaine bear. That's, That's what all the kids are watching. It's you know, it's such a thing with the kids. They're memeing it and texting it. You know, they're making a new movie now, uh, Cocaine Shark. Are they? Yeah. How do you how do you even get a, a shark to snort cocaine? You put it in the water. It's got to breathe the, the water, right? It's got to come. Well, in. I don't know. Does it work the same way? Don't they have to like snort it? Get, I don't know, Kendall. Do you think I'm a cocaine expert? I don't know. I thought maybe somebody out there must be. Now, okay. Speaking of animals in the movies, last night I watched the Ratatouille. You mean you remember uh-huh. that? I remember it. Are you are you familiar with I Ratatouille? I seem to remember something about it. Yeah. All right. Well, I watched it. And of course, it's good. <laughs> of course, it's good. Kendall, do you think that at any point they considered calling it the Rat in the Hat? Oh, no. No. <laughs> no, I'm sure they did. I bet that was the working title. I'm sure they're like, oh, it's too close to Cat in the Hat, and we'll get sued, and so they didn't. I also thought it was, you know, it's a little bit weird. There's a fixation on people telling the main rat, Ratatouille, Uh. that he shouldn't be stealing stuff. They're like, oh, don't steal. You're not a thief. You're a chef. You know, as though that's the opposite of thief is chef. Yeah. And I'm like, what do they think... Rats are going to like start a garden and grow their own food. Like, where do they think the rats are getting food? They've got to eat the trash. <gasps> yeah, Cliff, but there's a whole po- huge population of people that just don't want the rats to get anything. I guess. They just want them to die off. But uh, yeah. even the guy, Alfredo, he's saying, you know, don't steal. Don't steal you know, two leaves of basil from another <laughs> plant across the way, you know, rat, a tui. and But he doesn't have a problem lying to everybody about the rat under his hat controlling things. Well, because he's an asshole, too. Oh, Kendall, just the hypocrisy unveiled. It, once you start pulling the thread, it, the whole thing just goes. Falls apart. Falls apart. Mm, Cliff. Oh, but we are not talking about the injustices within the movie Ratatouille. We are talking no. about 
camping, and we're talking about camping don'ts and things that you should not bring camping with you. Oh, don't, 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 don't bring don't, a bunch of raw meat and hang it from a tree. That's an excellent tip. Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> One do that it. I would think don't everyone would it. know, don't but it's good, it. it's good to point it, it out. No, because some people think that you got to hang all your food from the trees, you know, but you don't. You could dig a hole, cover it up, like don't get it mixed up with your doo-doo hole, though. No, you don't want to do that. You don't want to get your raw meat in your doo-doo hole. No! Uh, But Cliff, um, also don't bring like smelly perfumes and lotions and colognes. You are roughing it out in the woods, and although I will say you you can have a shower, you don't need to be, like, putting on smelly, smelly perfumes and things. They're going to, you know, interfere with with nature. Uh, it might also attract bears and stuff. <laughs> Do you really think if somebody goes hiking and they've just had a couple spritzes of CK1 that it is going to just disrupt nature? It's going to disrupt it for me. If I'm out there and somebody comes walking by with some CK1 and I'm like, oh, what are, you, what are you doing? It smells wonderful out here and you're ruining it. Oh, no. I would say, stop. What are you doing? It smells wonderful. Where did you get that signature scent? Oh, Cliff. Well, then you two can go hiking on back down the trail. <laughs> Kendall, speaking of trails... I have a surprise for you. Oh, no. I mean, oh, yay. Oh, yay. You mean? That's what I mean. I have a surprise. It's a segment that we all know and love. It's all... It's Kendall. It's that great old segment. Who wrote me? The cousin of Don't Quote Me. Do you remember it? Barely. You'll have to remind me. Kendall, don't say bears so loudly in the woods. Oh, I did frighten Mr. Snodbottom. He had a bowel <laughs> Oh, 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 no. I hope they I brought barely, the extra barely. Oh, oh, I scared paper him again. towels. Sorry. Oh, gosh. Anyway, Kendall, this segment is called Who Wrote Me? And it's where I have a book written by a celebrity and I'm going to read you a random paragraph chosen randomly at random. And you get to guess what celebrity wrote me. I think I got it. Me as in the book. You got it? All right. I think I got it. Number one. I'm opening to a random spot. I think I got it. I think I got it. Here we go. After I left my first show, I was shocked at the freedom. I now had the time to email friends and to take long baths, too. In our house, we have an under four rule. If you're under four, you can bathe with mama. Chelsea had turned five recently. Viv still an infant. That left me and my baby Blake. Tonight, we were having bubbles. Willie, a killer whale, lined up on the ledge with the great white and the blue. It was 2003. At that time, Blake was three, and all whales were killer whales. Uh, Cliff, was that David Sedaris? No, it was <laughs> not. It was our wonderful hero, Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, Rosie O'Donnell. From her 
from from her film, from her book, Celebrity Detox. (laughs) I could use some celebrity detox. I'm too much of a celebrity these days. Kendall, use your celebrity powers to hone in on which celebrity wrote this next celebrity selection. All right, I'm going to try. All right. I think I got it. Random. I opened it randomly, folks. Here it goes. I was going to go to Mabel's for breakfast one morning, and I thought, I can't put another thing in me until whatever's in me comes out. I shouldn't have done it, but on the way, I stopped at a toy store to buy something for my youngest son, Georgie. When I was in the store, I suddenly sensed I had terrible breath, something I'd never experienced before. I didn't understand what was wrong. I left the store and went right to Mabel's. I I have to keep reading. I'm so invested. When I arrived, she made a glass of fresh-squeezed orange juice for me. Then she called a woman friend, a naturopath named Dorothy Rheingold. Dorothy told Mabel to keep me on nothing but orange juice and water all day. We followed her instructions exactly, and the next day she switched me to grapefruit juice and then to watermelon juice. Each day I had a different juice. Drink the juice, Shelby. Was it Barbara Streisand? Uh, nice, miss, nice, Nan. Nice it man. was Academy Award winner Cloris Leachman. Oh, Cloris Leachman. What a nut. From her wonderful book, Cloris Leachman, <laughs> My Autobiography. All right. Kendo, you have, luckily for you, you have three chances left. Okay. I'm going to need them. All right. Here we go. I think I got it. All right. RJ and I were rehearsing an active, fiery sequence, and in the throes of the heated argument, I grabbed his arm and swung him around so violently, I startled him, and he laughed. Oh, boy. Henry lashed into him for that slip. Why aren't you as involved as Janet? Oh, dear. Take a lesson from her professionalism. Oh, my. We're supposed to be rehearsing so we can get an acceptable scene. Oh, hell. I'm sorry, I whispered. RJ flashed me a quick grin, so I knew we were all right. My deduction was that Henry ragged RJ a bit much, but on reflection, I decided he was really helping him, protecting him, tugging on every string, pulling out all stops, making him better than he thought he was. Because RJ was young, relatively inexperienced, and his was the demanding, pivotal role. Was that uh, Greg Brady autobiography? <laughs> that was about that great old scene from the Brady Bunch. No, <laughs> it was uh, Academy Award nominee and mother of Academy Award winner Jamie Lee Curtis, the wonderful Janet Lee uh-huh. from her book, There Really Was a Hollywood. There really was. I was there once. Kendall? You have two more chances left. All right. <laughs> Good news. <laughs> All right. I'm opening at random. And these some of these have paragraphs that would just give it away. I'm hoping for you that <laughs> these books have I next mean, ones. If you want me to get one of them, you're, you better be hoping right. All right. I think I got it. I spent Sunday afternoons in Philly with him watching football on TV. <sighs> I liked him. (laughs) Sorry, there's a crumb in the middle. (laughs) 
I liked him. He had been a lawyer who went into the theater to meet girls. His words. I did quarrel with him just once over a line of dialogue, which must have been pretty nothing because I can't remember it. Unlike in film or TV, where the writer has the same rights as an Indonesian female, the theater union says not a single word could be changed without the writer's okay. I stood on my rights as an author, demanding we insert my new joke. Merrick said, if that line plays tonight, I fire the director. I glanced over to poor Stanley Prager, who deserved the opposite of being fired. He deserved a bonus and folded my tent. But I liked Merrick. That was, of course, Bette Midler. Uh. <laughs> oh, so basically the same. Woody Allen Woody from Allen. his book, Apropos of Nothing. All right, Kendo, you got one. Kendo, you know, this is like it all comes down to this. You got one shot left. This is like, imagine you're in the corner of the boxing ring. Your face is bloody. Beaten. I'm not giving away my shot. <laughs> You're not giving up, and you got you know you, uh, you know somebody's got to cut your eye open so you can see or whatever they do, and they're saying, Kendall, you got one chance left to knock this bitch out. Is it the Rocky Balboa? No. Oh, sorry, that was just me pumping you up. Oh, All oh, right. sorry, sorry. I think I got it. All righty. Around the same time, above and beyond the manual labor, Anderson's tasks were increased to include making my father jealous of his admiration for my mother. That was a game that Mama loved to play often with my dad. At first, he couldn't be bothered and pretended not to even care that there was another man at the dinner table with his family, sitting next to his wife, in between himself and Mama, who complimented his wife on the way she looked and the way she cooked. All through the meal, night after night, Daddy, Mom, and Anderson ate steak and potatoes, and we ate we kids ate Franco-American spaghetti straight out of the can with a fork all together like one big happy Frico pre-Jerry Springer family. I don't know who have I not said. You've guessed them all, Kendall. You've guessed them. One and all. I would say Dolly, but that's the... I I wouldn't say eating spaghetti. Hold on. Um, Who else? I I can get... Roseanne. What? Roseanne. I was about to say, you may be more familiar with her when she says, I'll vacuum when Sears makes one I can ride on. Roseanne. Oh, was that really Roseanne? From her book. Oh, my God. I was. Roseanne Arkey. See, now, if you would have read the line about the vacuum cleaner, it would have been apparent. <laughs> oh, Kendall. Thus endeth the segment. <laughs> Who wrote me? With well, a I'm exhausted. Triumph. You had a triumphant comeback there. It was a comeback, all right. Uh, what were we even talking about? That one really got me off track. I don't know. Oh, what not to bring camping. All right. Remember that thing we were talking about? Not um, at all, but I'll trust that you're telling the truth. Don't be bringing all your jewelry and all your fine <laughs> watches and all that into the wood. There's no need for them when you're True. camping. True. 
Oh, it's <laughs> We've got a terrible situation out here. Oh, oh Mrs. Potter 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 Churn. Oh, she's lost a diamond brooch that she brought with her out here to the camping trip. I was oh. just saying, don't bring jewelry with you to the campsite. That's very it's a it's a it's a no no. Oh, kind of way to blame the victim. Proper etiquette to tell someone when it's too late to do anything about it. Oh, not at all. Oh, bowels. Oh, bowels. Oh, 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 now we have another situation very here. upset at this entire situation, boys. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, now, I know. Did anybody bring a metal detector? No, I didn't bring a metal detector. I brought some Jake Gyllenhaal movies on DVD. I brought a big uh, gay pride flag that has a Madonna logo on it. I brought the essentials, Kendall, what we oh, already went well, over. Hold on, let me take all that stuff off the whatnot bring, to bring camping with <laughs> real quick. Um, well, you know, maybe next time we'll put a metal detector on our list, and that would have been an easy way to find the brooch. Maybe next time. Kendall, it's not a very helpful attitude that you are taking. I'm a little bit I don't shocked. Know. Well, what, should we, what should we do now? I have no, We can help you look once the show's over with. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I, well, Charles is already looking now. Hopefully he'll find it yes, before John. you even have to come out of the booth. Yes, I hope you don't have to trouble yourself, Kendall boy. We've got Charles the contractor looking, and dear, I think you and I ought to go and pray by that shady pine over there. Oh, that's a wonderful idea, dear. Prayer will get us to find it, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's at, she's so distraught. She's just talking in riddles. <laughs> she's talking <laughs> in riddles. And that's true. What's true it's is true. true. It's what's true. Gandalf, please, I need to, after all this hubbub, oh, gosh, they're praying. And hubbub. Charles is just kind of, I think he's all bent over. He's probably looking at like a worm or something. He does get distracted easily. Oh, gosh. Of course, the kids are over there playing on the iPads. But... Which is something else you're not <laughs> supposed to bring camping. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just exhausted with all the hubbub. I need you to tell me and the listeners, you know, they've got their pads and pencils out. They're making a list. What to not bring <laughs> even more. Okay. Uh, well, Cliff, like I was saying, don't bring electronics. Mm. You're in nature. Enjoy nature, first of all. Don't bring items that you don't want to get dirty, because guess what? They're going to get dirty in the woods. Um, um. You don't need to bring firewood. It's all around you in the woods. Uh, Don't bring noisy items, you know, because that can really uh, interfere with nature and get all kind of animals all distraught. Agree. Don't bring perishable foods. Uh, Don't bring pets that will stray, because they'll just get killed out here in the woods. And obviously, Cliff, don't bring a bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I love not traveling with my bad attitude. You know, I leave it in You could have fooled us. No, I like it in a drawer. Uh, you know, big Twin Peaks fans like me, they'll remember this reference. Remember when that one girl, I think her name was Josie, she was magically locked in a drawer and she became like a drawer (laughs) handle and she just stayed that way folks to my knowledge still a drawer handle today that's how like my bad attitude it's changed into a drawer handle and I leave it at home (laughs) just leave it at home Cliff we don't need all that but Cliff I I think it's time now to play another game what? 
the I food. I think it's time to play another game. Oh. What the, what the, what the, food, food, food. There are so many belches out here. You know, I said not to bring noisy items. You're gonna oh. attract some unwanted prey in our direction, I think. Sorry, that was just the sound of, I think there was a group of bears traveling nearby. Uh, was There were three of them. Three, there was a mama and a papa and a baby. I heard them say something about porridge. Oh, got it. All right, Cliff, I got a question for you. All right. If you take a cabbage, if you cut it very... Take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts, facts of life, life is the incorrect answer, Cliff. <laughs> no! If you take a cabbage, cut it finely, ferment it with very lactic acid bacteria, <laughs> the output is typically what German side dish. Oh, is it sauerkraut? Oh, you got it. Sauerkraut. That kraut is very sour. Both. Kendo, because of its oblong shape, Chicago's giant metal cloud gate sculpture is nicknamed for what food? Oh, Cliff, it's a bean. Oh, a bean. What a gross thing to have a statue of a big bean. It's just wearing all the people going up and flicking it. Uh. Cliff, typically only known by his title and last name, what famous cereal mascot technically has Horatio Magellan as his first and middle name. Cap'n Crunch. How'd you know that? Because we... The gift. Sometime or another, you asked what his name was, and somehow I said, like, Horatio or something, and you were shocked. Oh, well, I'm shocked again. Kendall, the shock ripples through us all still. (laughs) The shock continues. does. Same thing. Kendall Riceroni, Captain Horatio Hornblower Crunch, <laughs> and Life Cereals are, are all food brands that PepsiCo acquired as part of their 2001 purchase of what company? Nabisco. Nabisco, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the Quaker Oats Company. Uh, of Quaker course. Oats. What, a, what a Quaker. Cliff. What common leafy green is native to Persia and is often associated with a specific cartoon character who made his debut in 1929? Oh, Kendo got almost got me off track thinking about the Prince of Persia, but I'm going to think it is spinach. Because he eats his spinach. He's Popeye the Sailor Man. Oh, Kendall, what American city lends its name to an omelet stuffed with diced ham, onions, green peppers, top of cheese, and served with a side of home fries? Oh, Cliff, send me home to Denver. Take me home, Denver. Denver Road to an omelet I can swallow. Cliff, horseradish. Oh, my God. Yes. I forgot how to speak for a minute. Horseradish was the first commercially packaged and sold food stuff by what Pittsburgh-based company? Pittsburgh-based company. Pittsburgh horseradish was probably Heinz. Heinz it is. Heinz. I love, love, don't you just love the Heinz? Love me some Heinz. All right, Kendall, I have one more for you. I hope you're ready for it. 
because here it is. Ernie, Elmer, Buckets, Ma, and Doc are just some of the elves who help advertise the sweet treats of what food brand, which has been owned by Ferrero since 2019. Uh, Keebler? Elves? Keebler! Oh my god, I love them. I wish we could find the tree where the Keebler elves are making all of their delicious snack treats. Oh, it'd be so sad, us destroying the tree, Mm. these big giants coming in to eat all the cookies out of it. It would be like a reverse of that, what would I do, where you were the cockroach to the giants. That's it, and that would be sad. That It would be incredibly sad, 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 sad. I'm sad just thinking about it. Um, sad. Oh, Cliff, I, I just think all this camping is really going to our heads. Sad. We've gotten too much fresh air. Too much fresh air is reacting negatively to our brains. Sad. I'm just feeling too relaxed. Too relaxed. Well, Kendall, I hate to unrelax you, but now that the show is... Winding down, we're gonna have to go look for that brooch. And the longer it takes us to find the diamond brooch out here in the wilderness, the longer it's gonna take before we can start making s'mores. Well, I think I'll go ahead and start making my s'mores so I can have a snack while I'm looking for the brooch. <laughs> well, I could do that too because you know I have to be the one who makes my s'more because my marshmallow I have to have it where it was caught on fire. And then you blow it out. So it's all blackened and crusty on the whole outside. Well, that's going to take a minute. So let's get let's get working on it. It actually is a pretty quick way of cooking them. Because once you catch it on fire, you're halfway there, baby. Oh, <laughs> Almost done. We're halfway there. Oh, oh it on a prayer. My, my hand, hand did I swear. Live on a prayer till next oh. week, listeners. We'll be back then. Oh, I'm exhausted. That really took a lot out of me. <laughs>
We're not singing about toilets here. No, sorry, what?